All right, welcome back to Mountain Visit, a part of Z, uh, SI Zag Nation. We've officially hit the home stretch of the regular season for college baseball, and the number 10 Zags are staring at seven more games. Unlike 2021, the Zags are healthy coming into the last couple of weeks and continue to prove their worth when it comes to the potential of hosting the program's first ever NCAA regional. We know baseball, though. You never want to look past a single game. So the Zags host WCC foe Santa Clara this weekend before finishing up league play next weekend at second place USD. We have Coach Winston back on the show to give us a glimpse of what to expect. Winnie, what's going on, big guy? I'm just excited to be here and, and talk about the Zags. Appreciate you having me. Hell yes, man. So tell me, you're, uh, you had a week off. How'd it feel? Uh, I think it was good. Guys were able to, you know, kind of catch your breath a little bit. It was over finals week. So our guys dominated in the classroom as, as expected. And uh, that was really good. It kind of gave us a chance to, uh, you know, a couple guys have are, are dinged up a little bit in certain areas, you know, and, and we were able to, you know, kind of weather that, I think. And I think it's going to be a positive uh, moving forward in terms of, uh, you know, how we'll play this weekend. Well, well, think about it, right? Let's go a year ago today. We, you used the word a little banged up. We, we were, were much better than we were a year ago going into the final couple of weeks, would you say? Absolutely, yeah. No, last year was, was tough and we had some major injuries. Um, those guys, for the most part, are all back and healthy with, with Hughes and Lund and Zeglin, um, who are all huge pieces. Um, we're able to get... You know, Shea Kramer took a, a, a ball trying to trying to bunt a few weeks back off his finger. You know, so this week was kind of some time to get him some rest. And, uh, you know, we got another guy that's a big piece that, you know, had had a sore oblique kind of the last couple couple weeks. So we're able to get him, you know, some time. And so I, I think this this, uh, you know, week off has been beneficial for the Zags and, and for, for many reasons. We had the last, the last team we played, this is baseball talking to us, right? So the last team we played was University of Washington Huskies. I, I called that game uh, on color uh, and, and you never want to take it any midweek game lightly, right? But you look at the, the Husky game, uh, we got an unbelievable effort out of Alec Gomez, right? I mean, went basically the seven innings, looked strong, uh, really held a lineup at bay that took two out of three the weekend before from Stanford. And then sweeps UCLA this weekend. I mean, yeah. so, so, I mean, that's got to give you some confidence when you start talking about the depth of our bullpen as we roll into the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I think Alec obviously did an unbelievable job. I think he went seven innings, four hits, four or five punch outs. I mean, he, he pitched backwards and, and, and did some things different. But, I mean, like, he, he is such a huge piece to, you know, what we have going forward. And if you look at – uh, you know, the conference tournament or postseason hopes, anything like that, he's going to have to pitch at some point. And he's a huge part for what we, uh, you know, are, are striving for. And, and he's, he's done everything that we've asked him in the last couple of years. And especially this year, obviously, as a senior, he has uh, been, been nails. We're, we're so proud and so happy with, with what he's done. So um, I'm excited for, for obviously what he did at UW and looking forward on our schedule. He might get the ball at some point this weekend or maybe maybe in the midweek uh, going forward. Yeah, so you got to think about it a little bit. If you, if, you put it, if you put it together a little bit, 
uh, you never thought that UW game would have that much weight, right? And then all of a sudden you see the, the Stanford and you see UCLA and I mean, UCLA ran into a buzzsaw. So, I mean, it, to me, it's uh, to see Alec Gomez be able to hold a lineup like that down um, as creatively as he did, like you said. I mean, he pitched backwards a lot, used a lot of spin, which I know that's what he does, but to be able to do it and to do it for that length uh, gave you guys the ability going into a long break to stay away from the spellacies of the world to win that game. Right, yeah, it gave it gave some guys that we probably planned to use that last Tuesday, like like Spellacy and Jesse and Rutherford, you know that that crew. Um, yeah, it gave us an opportunity to not have to to use them. Um, our plan originally was kind of we had uh, Gomez, we had Zeglin, and you know we were we were just kind of gonna run with Gomez. We thought as long as he could, you know, four or five six innings maybe obviously he he uh did the deal and and gave us his best effort and you know next thing you know we're we're through the seventh and and handing it to to somebody else so yeah that's huge and then and then let's just dive right into will kempner how'd it feel to have him back on the bump last sunday it was great i think last time we we talked we were we were kind of trying to figure out when he was coming back mm -hmm. uh, you know the energy the energy with him is off the charts. And I, I said it last time in terms of him as a, a, a teammate, he's kind of, he's kind of that energy giver in the dugout and our guys responded well with getting him back. We obviously know he can, he can help us big time and he's a huge piece to what we're going to do going forward. And uh, yeah, it was, it was great. It was kind of what I expected in terms of, of stuff, you know, he hadn't thrown in a while. He threw right. two, innings. He, two innings. I don't know if he gave up a hit, but, three strikeouts, two walks, uh, you know, we kind of expected that in, in terms of just coming back and in terms of, uh, you know, we didn't expect him to be ex extremely sharp. Sure. Uh, he threw this last weekend in a scrimmage for, for three sets and was very sharp, uh, you know, to say as the, as one of the, the offensive hitting coaches, he was extremely sharp in terms of throwing against us. So um, he's progressing in the right way and we're excited to see him throw the baseball on Sunday. I love it. So are we going to see him start Sunday or are we going to stick with wild or how are we going to do that? Do we know I, I, I don't know for a fact, but uh, I'm expecting Kempi to get the baseball on Sunday and, and to probably extend past the two innings and then, uh, we'll see what wild does. I don't know if we're going to, uh, maybe use him on Friday or Saturday in terms of a yeah. relief role if needed, or if he's going to be the guy that, that comes behind Kepner on Sunday. Um, it's, it's going to kind of be how Kepner feels, I think a little bit in the next day or two after a bullpen to, to see exactly, you know, what he can give. I, I'd expect him to probably give us 65, plus pitches on Sunday. So that, that might be, that might be the difference in terms of how we use wilds, you know, going forward. What a bullet in our gun to have Owen in the bullpen now. I mean, right. that, that's pretty impressive to see a guy who did as well as he did. That was almost sparked by his outing in Stillwater and then turned into a, uh, a constant in the starting rotation to have that confidence, that mound presence and be able to now put that in the bullpen with a Zaglin with a Gomez, with a Brody Jesse, with a Spellacy, um, you you guys got to feel pretty darn good right now. Yeah, we live in like I, th I think all all three starters on the weekend are give, giving us a chance to 
to be in position to win. And then, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's, there's four or five options in that bullpen to, to help us seal the deal, which is um, something maybe we haven't had in, in years past, but it's, uh, it's a confidence that we have in terms of the coaching staff to turn the baseball over to somebody at that, at that back end. And all five, you know, four or five of those guys are, are more than capable and more than willing to, to get out there and, and close it out, which is, which is nice. I mean, it's, it's a, like I said, it's a comfort thing from a, from the coaching staff point. Right. Right. So to, now we look at the Santa Clara Broncos. We look at them. They uh, are coming off. A, uh, they lost three to Portland. Right. Uh, but we don't want to underestimate. You look at their record. They're above 500. Uh, we're, we're kind of in one of those creed moments, right? Where we have everything to lose. They have nothing to lose. School's out. They're traveling up. We had a week off. Uh, what should the Zags expect out of Santa Clara? Yeah, I think we're going to get their best, their best effort. You know, I've, I've been kind of saying that all year, especially to our team of, of uh, you know, we, we've been playing a pretty good brand of baseball and everybody's going to give us their best effort, whether it's at home or on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you look back two weeks ago, Santa Clara, I think, was in second place. Right. You know, and they had a tough weekend and that's baseball and it's they lost some close games and um, Portland's a very good team. They're playing really, really good right now at the right time. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like we're, we're, we're going to get their best effort. I know kitchens is really throwing the baseball for him. Well, I mean, 63 innings, 92 punch outs. I mean, he's, he's throwing it great. I mean, we got our hands full probably on Friday night with, with going against him and, and from their staff and their team. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a tough matchup. We're not taking them lightly by any means. Well, yeah, and then you got Brigman, right? That junior outfielder that that's hitting the ball really well for Santa Clara. So they've got a couple guys in their lineup that that can can beat the ground the ball around a little bit. So they've got to be dialed as a pitching staff, right? And that week off can sometimes be a blessing, but it can also be a curse. But at the end of the day, yeah, Brigman's Brigman's the probably the biggest piece for him. Fifteen doubles, four triples, five homers. He's hitting three seventeen. He struck out forty times. I mean, he's he, uh, you know, he's hitting in the two hole. He's the guy that we have to navigate, you know, but they have, I mean, their, their top five hitters are good. Barry Brigman, uh, what Lance Jew Hanley. I mean, like all those guys are really capable of, of doing some damage and, and we were aware of it and we got to navigate it the best we can. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like we're, we're prepared and excited to, to play. Well, yeah, and I remember when I was sitting in the coach's office with you, it had to be almost near the beginning of the season and one of the first games I did, you guys kind of gave us the, um, the the sneaky, you know, potential headline for the year with Xavier Pinales, right? And now you're watching Xavier crawl up the, the rankings when it comes to batting average and really is trying to – is really um, making a name for himself, right? Yeah. And it, it adds an unbelievable amount of speed to the lineup, which is um, – really dangerous when you play the Zags. Yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, you know, a little bit of the, he's the motor that drives the offense in some ways of, uh, you know, earlier in the year, he was towards the bottom of the lineup and we were able to do some things in terms of stealing bases and forcing some situations. And now we've bumped into the two hole and, uh, you know, he's handled it really well. I mean, he's, he is a, he, he was one of the best junior college players in the country last year. And we knew kind of what we were 
we had an idea of what we were getting, and then now we've kind of seen this offensive, uh, you know, outburst from him in terms of putting the baseball in play. And, and he struggled. He struggled a little bit early with striking yeah. out, and, and and we were we were, I shouldn't say worried in terms of how he handled it. Um, he handled it great, but just in terms of you know maybe this was a, a you know a, a bigger jump or the jump was too soon to expect that. And if you look at junior college players, that's that's pretty, uh, you know, similar, but, uh, you know, Sabi stuck with it. He, he worked his tail off and he's done everything that we've asked him to do. And he's been an unbelievable teammate. And now we were really kind of seeing him affect the Zags offense in a really, really positive way with stealing bases and putting the baseball in play. And, and he has some sneaky, you know, his numbers don't maybe jump off the chart in terms of extra base hits, but he has some sneaky power and he switched hits. <laughs> I mean, like there's there's a lot of excitement about him because he's he can do it all. Oh no, I, I'm convinced. When just watching that UW game, the amount of times that the Huskies picked over to first base, which you you start to put that into a little bit of context. When you have pitchers throw over 20 or 30 times in a game, that's 20 or 30 extra pitches. So when you have speed like him in the lineup, you're going to have pitching staffs have to focus more on the base pass, which only benefits the hitters for the Zags. Absolutely. And I, th I think him hitting, you know, being on base or hitting in front of Rando and McGee and Sterling, I mean, like that's, they're going to get better pitches to hit or more fastballs potentially too, if, uh, you know, with his ability on the bases to run, or we're going to have the ability to, to, you know, to run and, and on some off speed pitches too. So it's, I think the puzzle of putting that, putting him in front of some of those guys is a big key for the Zags offense going forward. Yeah. So what did it feel like waking up on Monday morning and seeing the Zags in the national top 10? I mean, how'd that feel? I mean, come on now. It was, it was good. It was good. I mean, I, I think our guys were excited, but what they've handled, I think better than anything this year is uh, they're not stuck on the rankings. They're excited about it, but they still see that there's a lot of teams ahead of us. So yeah. I think Monday it was it was it was a, a great for the program and an accomplishment for the for the team. But um, you know, talking with our guys about it, it's about trying to win some games this weekend and and see if we can move up uh, even further. What does a ranking like that do from a standpoint of recruiting? You know, I mean, you start to think about that as your pipeline continues to grow. Uh, it, it's got to give you that extra umph when you start walking into uh, continuously growing this program out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a bit, it's a big piece. Um, you know, I think this spring we've we've actually walked into you know some schools or some places, uh, you know, and they and they they know the Zach brand in general, but they also know that, uh, you know, what type of year we're having and and if we're hosting or that we're at least in the conversation. I've, and I think that's a that's a big part of it, and that's a that's all about our guys in terms of, of playing well and, and putting us in the situation. But uh, it's nice to walk into somebody's yard and, and, and talk to them about a player and, and then to say, Hey, yeah, you guys are going to, you know, you have the potential to host or you're, you know, you're having a great year. You're in the top 10. Um, all of that stuff is, has, has changed dramatically because uh, we're noticed, I guess, in, in certain aspects of walking into a place and, um, you know, having some respect in some ways, I guess, uh, from some coaches. So it's, yeah, it's definitely changed. And 
it puts us in a great spot in terms of finding the future Zags. Uh, man, I, mean, I think the, the better days are only ahead, right? Uh, th this year it has, has been rough. I mean, from a standpoint of off-season battles with with losing losing Danny, um, and to see that we have the potential to host, to see a young roster like this, I talk about it almost every week, uh, persevere with their bravery, their determination. Uh, I, I mean, what does that mean to you on the eve of the celebration of life for Danny, which yeah, takes place tomorrow? Right, yeah, yeah, it takes, takes place tomorrow, I think at four o'clock, and our guys are, uh, our, our guys are obviously excited about the year. And I, we kind of talked to them yesterday about the situation with, with the celebration. Uh, we're going to practice before that, which I think is um, good. And good move, yeah. I think the way we put it is Danny would want nothing more than for us to have the best practice, mm -hmm. get prepared for the weekend mm -hmm. than anything. You know, um, and I think that's that's special. And this group understands it, and and uh, that's the plan kind of going forward. It's yeah, it's it has been a, a tough year, but it's there's a lot to to celebrate, not just Danny, but with the Zach's program, and that's uh, exactly what Danny would want. Well, I, I have no doubt that tomorrow's celebration will only fuel what'll be the energy needed for the next seven games. Right, we've got three here that we host this is the final homestand senior day is on, on Sunday. And, and, and let's be real. We've got some upperclassmen that are really special and that really the center of everything in this roster. Um, this senior day is going to be a special one for you guys. Yeah, it should be. I mean, we, we have Tyler Randall has been a, a, a huge piece. Michael Spellacy has been dominant in some ways in terms of the last couple of years of, of throwing out of the bullpen. Um, you, you know, you got, you have, you have Gomez, you have Shea Kramer, who's a, a grad transfer. Yeah. There's, there's some big pieces that, uh, are part of this and we're going to celebrate them as, as much as we can on Sunday, but the team going forward knows that senior day is important, but there's some, some important games, like you said, with the last seven in terms of, of moving forward. So, uh, yeah, we'll celebrate them on Sunday and they deserve that, but those seniors are handling it as, uh, you know, we're going to take care of business going forward. Well, we're going to celebrate it with the series win, right? Because you've always said in order to win a championship, it's all about the series victories. And this is a homestand. We can't take it for granted. So I look forward to watching you win another one. Yeah, no, it's it's winning series puts you in the right place. And um, obviously with San Diego being off this weekend. Um, yeah, we have a we have a really, really big series with Santa Clara. Uh, moving forward to to then go take on the the Terreros down there in San Diego. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's nice to play really important games late and you know mid mid to late May. That's what we uh, that's what we want to what we want to. Well, I love it. Well, go go get yourself a series victory, man. Go go uh, go continue to to uh, position yourself perfectly well to get that regional. I want to be at regional games that. Uh, I just thinking about it gives me chills. So good luck this weekend, Winnie. I appreciate your time, man. Okay. Thanks, Mike.